Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jason Wright Show, Best Friday Ever. This is how we are going to wrap up the week that I hope and I pray has been a fantastic, in fact, unbelievable week for all of you. Guess what? All right, so seven. What does the number seven mean to you? Let me tell you what it means to me today. First of all, it's the number of the mighty Mick, Mickey Mantle himself. It is the name of the hypothetical child of George Louis Costanza. It is how many feet tall Makimbe Matumbo was. I think I pronounced that right. And it's also how many days in a row this guy has crushed the Wordle. I have become a Wordle nut, both Mrs. Wright and I, as well as several family members. We are all about the Wordle. And if you haven't played it, it's really fun. Essentially, all you do is you have five chances to guess what the five-letter word of the day is. I describe it as like a little mini Wheel of Fortune type game. And it's a lot of fun. It's actually good for your brain. And it will bring the family together. I mean, like that are, you know, grandmothers love it. Whenever you teach a grandmother Wordle, it's so funny. Like Jimlin's grandmother almost every night texts or calls asking, did you get the Wordle? And my mother, every single morning, texts us how she did on the Wordle. So if you haven't played Wordle yet, do it. My longest streak's 33 days, and I am now on day seven because I guess the, I guess, well, it was seven days ago, there was a word, I don't remember what it was, but I had no idea what it meant. It was just a BS word. It was a crap word. And every once in a while, they'll throw a crap word in there, so you just literally have to, Figure out kind of what, what words you've got and start guessing if you can get you can guess enough of them right. But anyway, so I have this quote for you this Friday that I ponder often, but I'm really looking at it right now and just trying to, I don't know. It's I've said this before. You know how sometimes whenever, those of you who have read the Bible or you read the Bible, you'll read verses from the time you're like a little kid at vacation Bible school. Or, you know, and then in college, and then as a young adult, you'll read the exact same verse. And all of a sudden, it will slap you upside the head for the first time 40 years after you read it the first time. That's kind of the interesting thing. I mean, it's it's true revelation, right? And or it might even have you may have you may have the revelation four times. It may mean something to you uh more in a more profound way each time. And every time, it's just, it's bizarre. So anyway, this quote has kind of been like this for me that I'm about to share with you. And I thought, you know, what a great way to wrap up the week because we just finished a week. And so I want you to think right now, I got a little exercise for you, a little thought exercise for you. I want you to think back on this week. And if you had the opportunity to get this week back, let's say you wake up tomorrow morning and you haven't listened to the best Friday ever. Instead, it's Monday. All right, this never happened. This is all just a dream. Go back through your week. What would you do differently? How would you handle conversations differently? What would you do that you didn't do this week? What if you had a do-over? Now I want you to take it further back. Just kind of close your eyes. If you're driving, don't do that. That's bad form. But if you happen to be sitting around at your desk or whatever, 
blowing off work and listening to the Jason Wright show, Best Friday Ever instead, which I highly recommend, then close your eyes and think through the course of your life. And I want you to bring up the greatest regret. That is a regret of action you have taken, something you have said, something you have done. Now, I want you to think about this quote by Viktor Frankl, author of Man's Search for Meaning. You hear me talk about Viktor Frankl all the time. The, the uh, creator of logotherapy. Logotherapy, simply put, is finding meaning in one's life through everyday circumstances, applying whatever's happening to you, no matter how horrid, no matter how bad, even the good, it doesn't matter. How does the struggle of life fit into your life's purpose? Finding purpose and meaning in that moment. That's the a very, very lay person's rudimentary description of logotherapy. Victor Frankel once said, So Liz, live as if you were living already for the second time and as if you had acted the first time as wrongly as you are about to act now. Here's what I take from that. As I, as I really meditate on this quote, you and I are going to have the opportunity to make decisions throughout the day, some consequential, some not. The consequential decisions, those that kind of make your stomach burn, those that if you had... A, an audience around you watching you in that moment do the thing you're about to do would be like, and you know, they'd be like, wait, what are you doing? Are, are you really going to do that? Imagine that for a moment and then act as though you have a do-over. I wrote an article a while back about doing the do-over before you need the do-over. And I think that Viktor Frankl, what he's saying here is, what if we were to just take a moment to pause before those big decisions? A lot of us, we think to ourselves, I, I, one of my biggest aggravations, when I hear people, and I know I'm going to step on some toes here, and so just fair warning, I, I know it's, I know you're, some of you are going to be like, no, 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 just you don't understand, but I do. So people who they find themselves in, say, an extramarital affair, and it comes to light, and then they say, I made a mistake. Yeah, no. You didn't make a mistake. You didn't all of a sudden go, whoa, wait a minute. How did you get in my bed? Well, you're not my wife. What? How did, how did this happen? I'm, so, I'm sorry. Please excuse me. I've made a mistake. But you're not my husband. What? Goodness gracious. Whoa, my bad. <laughs> I made a mistake. No, no. You, you, you knew what you were doing. You absolutely knew what you were doing. What about when you fire? Let's, let's bring it back down to something a little more common. What about when you fire off that email as a, as a response to something that your boss, a colleague, somebody sent you, and you don't use that little tactic that I have described that I try to adopt, but I don't always, and I Gosh, it pisses me off. Every email that you get that causes you to be pissed off, you 
absolutely do not respond within the hour. Give yourself at a minimum an hour to respond. Or if you are going to respond just to kind of let a little bit of pressure out of the valve, save it as a draft. Do not send it. Do not send it. That right there, that to me, that is a perfect example of what Victor Frankl is saying. He's, he's, he's saying have a draft folder to save those decisions. Imagine that you went through the simulation, okay, but whew, you can kind of wipe your brow and go, oh, my gosh. It, I just saved it as a draft. Okay, now I'm going to do it the right way. I've given myself a do-over. It's being able to take your future self and send him or her ahead a little bit and then bring them back to the present and let present you do the thing that future you should have done. Does that make sense? I know that's a little weird. I know that was a little bit uh, Inception-like, you know, trying to keep up with the dreams. You know, future you, present you. I'm trying to look really smart and sound smart, and that's whenever I sound like the biggest idiot of all. So just, just stick with me. Just stick with me. You stop and take the time to create a draft folder. And you do whatever it is you're about to do. You pretend like you already did it. It wasn't the right way to do it. And so therefore, you get a do-over. Before you even need the do-over. So that's it. I, I want to, I don't, I don't even want to belabor this any longer. I, I don't want to go on. I just want, because I, I know that, I tell you, this is fresh on my mind. As you guys that listen to this show at all, you know, um, a lot of the things I talk about are generally me trying to work through something that I haven't done very well on recently. Generally speaking, what I, I read Chris Williamson, uh, I, I just noticed for the first time that his Modern Wisdom podcast you know, where my, my motto is to improve always in all ways. His is learning out loud. I thought that was pretty cool because that's a lot of what the Jason Wright show is. The whole idea of improving always in all ways is Jason Wright learning out loud. I'm learning out loud with you. Sometimes I incorporate the help of a guest, which I've got some awesome guests lined up. I am so pumped. I am, you know, if, if, if prospecting for podcast guests were a ball game, Baby, I am going straight up Aaron Judge over the last few uh, few games because I got some good ones coming. And, you know, a lot of the times, though, when there's not a guest, it's just me talking to you guys like today about some things I'm trying to improve upon. And one of them is, I can tell you, here recently, I have not been using my draft folder. The problem is they weren't emails. They're like live, like just reacting People coming at me and me not being able to do the proverbial, you know, count to 10 or just calm down, don't respond immediately. And so that's probably why I went back to this quote because it's, it's on me. And so anyway, one more time. So live as if you were living already for the second time and as if you had acted the first time as wrongly as you are about to act now. Give yourself a do-over. And that is, that's it. That's all I got for you on this Friday. 
I hope you have an incredible weekend. Please tune in next week to The Jason Wright Show. I'm going to have more episodes. Remember, the Monday mission. I hope you listen to this past Mondays. Come out of hiding. Get out of the witness protection program. Stop lying to yourself. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. One of the most freeing things I've ever done in my entire life is to be authentically me, to live by who I am and not about others' expectations. So anyway, just check out that episode. And until we meet again, I hope you have not only the best Friday ever, but the best weekend ever, and you continue to improve. Always and always, I'm out.